Welcome to Uproar. All right, hey, hey, everybody. We're here with a preview of uh, a new show uh, designed, dreamed of by Samson Koba. He's here with us. Hey, Samson, how are you doing? How you doing, everybody? <laughs> hey, uh, so you had kind of this idea about uh, a show, audio podcast, radio show, etc. But can you tell people a little bit what, what you're hoping Uproar is going to be and, and for who you're going to be uh, doing this? Uproar was pretty much basically started by I being a student intern with Encounter My Call for the UMC On Campus Facebook page. So UMC On Campus is basically the United Methodist Church gravitating towards young adults and I'm the social media intern and the United Methodist Church has different groups, different Wesley organizations on six, seven campuses or something, right? Eleven. Eleven campuses? <laughs> I was behind the times. So you've been helping out these eleven campuses on, on uh, across the state. What, what are you doing for them? So I basically get the word out. Mm -hmm. I am the social media intern and I produce social media content, so such as events, um, maybe different Wesley gatherings, um, such as Fall Rally. Oh yeah. We haven't had Fall Rally in a while. Right, right, right. Um, um, and uh, some Bible studies and stuff, right? Oh yeah. That's, yeah. Well, hey, Samson, tell me, you were just recently on a panel of okay. young adults and you were talking about... Uh, where, where was that and what, what, were, what were you hearing in that panel from your fellow panelists or, you know, in the room about young adult ministry and what does the church need to know? Okay. What were the highlights? Oh, that was real uh, good conversation that definitely needs to be held. Um, we were just talking about how the churches and how the church does its job with engaging with the young adults and how they can do a better job at engaging with young adults. Also, why people, when they become young adults, step out of the ministry. So, mm. um, well, I grew up in the United Methodist Church. Um, I bought, my mother always stressed going to church. My parents were always strict about going to church. <laughs> but for me, it was more so when I became a young adult and I started going to college, I thought, hey, if I can sit through maybe a two, three hour lecture, <laughs> church shouldn't be as bad as people try to make it. And then I actually started going to church. Church, <laughs> not as bad as lectures. <laughs> <laughs> I actually started going back to church, um, getting real involved in it as a young adult. Because I was, like I said, I was a part of the youth ministry, uh, president of youth ministry. I did the choir, um, nice. different things like that. We also had a youth drum group because my uh, church was predominantly a librarian church okay. and uh, so we had an African drum group coming up uh, we went around various churches we even had an opportunity to play at the annual conference so nice. that was real cool uh, yeah. my friend uh, or my brother my brother uh, Charles Boy he used to play the trumpet and a lot of people used to like that how we incorporated the trumpet with the African drums so that was real good as well um, <laughs> and so like I said kind of formative experience in the church prior to becoming a young adult, so in your youth period time, right? Yeah, um, and then that transition, yeah. as you become a young adult, why do so many people drop out of the church? Yeah, yeah. 
So what do you what do you think? You you've been on campus at Wayne County Community College. You've been hanging out here at Wayne State a little bit. Um, what uh, what are the things you're hearing from folks that are sending people in that direction, disconnecting from the church? For me personally, I believe that the church is more so absent. When people are in trouble, they don't look to run to the church. Mm -hmm. And like I said, it doesn't seem like we're building relationships anymore. Uh, there's no solidarity. People come to church and they feel as though they're judged or um, they can't really, I'm not, I'm not sure how to say it, but no one is running to the church when they're in trouble. It, and I get, it's not a give and take. Sometimes I feel as though they're trying to buy people in. It's, it's hey, we're doing this and um, just come along listen to a couple of scripture and yeah I guess but so you're identifying some behaviors of the church that it's almost like there are good reasons why you might not want to connect with someone like that maybe I mean there may or may not be <laughs> it just it all depends on how people take it yeah, absolutely. Well, and um, I think your continued work with, um, you know, campus ministries and the broader church and, you know, maintaining, it's not to say that your message is not, we should, young adults should give up on the church. Your message is, let's find the ways for the church to learn what young adults are most passionate about. True. The best ways to engage them, to follow their lead. To not, so don't treat them just as hard customers for the same old thing that you've been doing forever right so basically finding people's common interests uh -huh. and then getting them in the same room on a consistent basis i always say if you introduce people to god the proper way then at that point you just let him take his course yeah <laughs> sure sure um you can't really buy people in but if you offer people assistance when they're in need as though the scripture says, <laughs> yeah. then once we start building communities through the church, then people will be more inclined to keep that relationship going. Yeah. So Uproar is going to be your showcase for helping examine all those different kinds of ways that the church could behave better, engage young people in their passions, create yeah, because chaos in the world. It's real good to have youth in the church. Yeah. Not even just in the church, but youth just around because they're innovative, they're new, they're fresh, their ideas are flowing. Yeah. And at the end of the day, when things are done for you as a person, who are you gonna leave things behind to? Who's gonna be able to run it? You have to gradually move people up to that platform so that things can continue to move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, nice. well, that's just my take. So we got a we got a friend of yours coming on on board. We're gonna to try to get him on the phone so you can talk a little bit more about uh, all the times you were in drum circles and um, <laughs> he was playing trumpet. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, uh, let's see if we can get this on the call and we'll uh, we'll see you in a minute. All right. So Charles, we here on uh, Uproar Radio Station, man. Um, how you feeling today? Man, you know, I can't complain, man. Every day, I'm blessed. That's what's up, man. That's, that's what's up. So, um, this is our first audio take. Um, 
And like I said to Carl, this is still new to me. So, you know, I haven't had much experience with media and things like that. So please bear with me. <laughs> sure. So you growing up in the United Methodist Church. Uh, tell us a little bit about your experience. I mean, wow. Uh, my experience in the United Methodist is basically my whole life. But, um, you know, uh, the United Methodist Church done a lot for me. Um, kind of put me in the position to grow as a person, to become more of a leader, um, to stay in tune with making sure that I'm able to, I guess in a way, affect the community in a positive light, um, and just giving back to, you know, the youth behind us. There were a lot of people that took care of us growing up. And um, I guess that spirit is still in me to be able to do that same thing for the ones behind me. So at the end of the day, I feel that I have a very positive uh, outlook on the United Methodist Church. I like that. And you know, our sim we even had uh, similar experiences, you know, just from our background and uh, a lot of different things that we did growing up because we started when we were young, you know. And <laughs> So, yeah, Absolutely. nothing but good things to say about the United Methodist Church. Yeah. Most definitely. Um, so tell me your experience growing up when uh, you were transitioning from a youth to a young adult. Um, why does it seem as though many people stray away from church growing up? Uh, well, you know, I don't want to speak for anyone else, but, you know, me, I, I wasn't, as active when I first, uh, you know, started transitioning through college. And um, I think it's really just the first time that you kind of get to explore, you know, explore the world and explore different ideals and kind of go soul searching a little bit to see what's really best for you as an individual. Um, I know for me, you know, growing up in the church, it was a given that I was always at church and participating in church. So the first opportunity that you kind of get to like not almost be forced to go to church, you know, is um, it's a little like experience to just wander out and kind of see what's out there. But um, I feel like, you know, with the church now, it's kind of on people like us to give different organizations and activities to kind of keep the entry, because you know, as a youth, you have so many different activities you can go to. You can go to camp, some youth programs, Freedom School. There's a lot of different opportunity for youth to have fun. I don't think there's too many opportunities. No problem. No problem, my man. Organizations, you know, etc. When they become a young adult, so I feel like that gap right there is why some young adults might not really stay in tune with the church as much as they were growing up. True, true. And that's what I was also talking with Carl about a little bit, um, about finding everybody's common interest, you know, and start building communities, seeing what people like to do and then getting them together on a consistent basis. Um, right. Yeah, and a lot of opportunities aren't for young adults. Um, other than coming back and helping with the children, uh, building different programs. I know myself, you, um, Paul Metier, 
we've done a lot of work this summer, even with the basketball team and um, just different opportunities. You being the camp dean for activities and uh, yeah, so <laughs> I agree. I agree. You know, <laughs> at least we uh we might be putting one building block, you know, towards the building of uh, getting all of our peers back into the church and uh, hopefully we can make it last. True, 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 true. For sure. <laughs> you know, shout out to Uproar. <laughs> yeah. Um, let me see. I think I have one more question. All right. Okay. So what would you think, what do you think would be the next step beyond uproar? Because it's one thing to have the conversation, but what do you think would be next once the conversation is held? Oh, action. I mean, of course. You know, it's one thing to talk about it, but you know, you kind of got to be about it as well. So, you know, with uproar, I think it's just another way to do the outreach, to, you know, connect with the people. Um, however, you know, uh, at the end of the day, what will we mobilize from this? So as we're connected with more, you know, young adults and more viewers, just being able to, you know, even if it's as simple as, you know, starting like a fundraiser and then using those funds to help, you know, uh, mobilize a, a group that we already have pre-existing or, you know, trying to create or add on to the group that we have through, you know, uproar and connecting with the people through the audio. And maybe even holding a live episode, you know, so that people could, you know, literally see us and come in, you know, feel us or whatever. It's so many things, but I feel like just mobilizing, <clears throat> just really getting out into the real world and affecting and touching the people and showing them that we're not just somewhere talking about it, but that we're really out here doing it. True. Now, you talked about your transition as a youth, and when you got to college, it was pretty much... Uh, your first time exploring and you were a little bit away from the church at first. Tell me, how did campus ministry help you with that? Well, you know, um, for me, like I said, I'm always, church will always be a part of me. So I was always in and out. I wasn't necessarily away, but campus ministry was a way to where while I was on campus exploring whatever I was exploring, you know, the church was still right there in my face and it really accessible for me. And, um, it was just a great intermediate between, you know, my connection to the church without specifically having to go to second grade and United his church for that experience. The campus ministry was uh, was almost like a conduit in the middle. So I appreciated it a lot, you know, especially working with Carl and um, the $100, you know, uh, conspiring for goodness. It was just something that really get you as an adult to think differently like you know what can you do with a hundred dollars to affect change and how far you can actually make a hundred dollars go and it just kind of gives you a different view on it rather than you know the typical church experience so i feel like even a lot of people that may not have had a upbringing in the church could really flourish and enjoy the campus ministry just off the fact that it's in their environment 
and it's already where they're comfortable. So, like I said, kind of like the same mobilizing thing, going to where people are at where they're already comfortable, because a lot of people might be uncomfortable going to church for the first time or things like that. So I feel like campus ministry is a uh, great concept, and um, it could go very, very far. All right, man. Thank you, Charles, for coming on to this show today. You've definitely given us some great insight into some new ideas and maybe something that we haven't really been thinking about. Um, You know, you're my main man, Charles. (laughs) You already know we go way back. (laughs) Way back. My brother. uh, Thank you, man. We ain't going to take too much of your time this morning. Have a great day. For sure, man. You too. Shout out to Upward again. Yeah. Thank you, man. Also, check out Charles's uh, clothing line, uh, Reveal. Um, give him a little bit of your clothing line, Charles, and Instagram, contact information. Oh, man. Well, uh, since we're doing that, man, I appreciate the look. <laughs> but you can uh, follow me on Instagram at I am Chuck Savvy. You can follow the business page at Reveal Shop, period, C-O. Um, we're about to drop the fall collection coming real soon. And if you need any custom prints, I am your man for that as well. So connect with me and uh, we can make something happen. Thank you, Charles, for coming on to the show today, man. <laughs> All right. So Samson, we've been talking with Charles. We've been reflecting a little bit on uproar. Um, what else do you need to, to let people know about, talk about? So I also talked about ways that keeping the youth around can uh, keep things innovative. So one thing when I was at camp, I noticed a lot of kids weren't intuitive with the choir, but they wanted to do basketball. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to what I was saying about finding everybody's common interest. Now, a traditionary choir would seem kind of boring to some kids of today's day. But with youth around, people like me, uh, Charles, we can bring new ideas to that. So maybe not so a traditionary choir, but maybe teach kids sound, music, stage production, uh, bring some instruments into the choir. Um, Yeah, right. Something similar to what we did with the drum group. Sure. So make it more entertaining for people to want to. Kids that are sequencing on their laptops. Exactly. Sequencing on their laptops or uh, maybe just controlling the lighting during the stage production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, just teaching kids new ways to do things, have fun with it. That's sort of something I always looked at church was, if I'm going to do it, at least have fun. Uh, Maybe filming. Yeah. There's what, many different ideas out there, and that's what is so important about keeping the youth around, because the youth are going to keep ideas flowing and fresh. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they're the ones that that innovate, that keep the church innovating. And in that in that respect, it's not just having people around, it's actually giving them a platform to share that innovation, somehow, yeah. to build that innovation into the life of the faith community. Everybody's creative in their own way. Yeah. They can put their own creative twist to it. You just have to give them the opportunity. <laughs> Sam, thanks. This is Uproar. <laughs> We're launching episode one, man. It's great. Episode one. We'll see you at uh, MotorCityWesley.org for upcoming episodes and watch the UMC you. on campus Facebook, Facebook page. Right? Yep. Um, where, where Sam will be sharing these and um, 
and keeping the conversation going. Send people, people can send you suggestions of folks they'd like to hear from? Yeah, send me suggestions of people, um, questions that you may have, uh, anything. Uh, this is a community radio podcast. <laughs> so I want to hear your ideas as well as I want you to respect my ideas. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll keep talking about them. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. Yeah, no problem, Carl. Anytime. Uproar is a project of Motor City Wesley. Check us out at MotorCityWesley.org.